This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Morning Majlis podcast. Green. Green. Green conversations for a brighter future. The countdown is on. What am I talking about? I am talking, of course, about the upcoming COP28 UN Climate Summit. Now, yesterday did signal 100 days until this COP28, which will be kicking off on the 30th of November and running all the way up until the 12th of December, hosted, of course, here in the UAE at Expo City Dubai. And they're really going to be attempting to tackle the escalating emergency by trying to agree on ways to halt global warming and also adapt to the changing climate, but further really address climate finance. I think that's going to be a big, big topic at the climate summit. Now, not only that, of course, this year has been difficult regarding natural disasters and the ever-changing climate with wildfires and intense heat waves being scorching parts of Africa, America, Asia, and Europe. We talked a lot about what's going on over in Hawaii in the moment and in Canada as well. July was recorded as the hottest month on record. And if that doesn't give you evidence for an ever-changing climate, I don't know what will. Torrential rain and flash floods have also hit China and parts of Scandinavia. But the UAE Minister of Climate Change and Environment, Mariam Bint Mohammed Al-Mahiri, did state that the UAE is dedicated to championing a future marked by climate stability and environmental protection. Of course, yesterday did mark the start of a 100-day countdown to the conference of the parties event in the UAE and it's really a moment that we have to be looking forward to and highlighting the UAE's efforts to tackling climate change on a both national but international scale. How proud are we to be hosting such an event? We definitely are proud and of course the main goal of uh, of this summit uh, or COP28 this year it will be or in focus will be to keep the rise in mean global temperature to well below 2 degrees Celsius above pre-industrial levels and of course preferably limit the increase to 1.5 degrees Celsius to substantially reduce the effects of climate change that we are seeing and that you just stated uh, Louis that we've been seeing across the globe. Of course, um, the upcoming climate conference here in the UAE will provide a comprehensive assessment of the global progress since adopting the Paris Agreement on April 22nd of 2016. It will also provide measures that are needed to put into place to bridge the gaps in addressing climate change issues. A lot of people keep hearing, what is COP28? What is COP we, that you keep talking about? COP28, COP28, COP28. Okay, climate change is real, obviously. And this has been proven all throughout the events that have been happening with the natural disasters, of course, across the globe. Um, and when the world recorded, of course, its hottest month, as you just mentioned, uh, Louis, the typical temperature last month was almost a full degree higher than the average for July in a decade from 1991 to 2020. Last month was also marked by devastating wildfires and uh, 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 and heat waves across the U.S. and across Europe, and it was not a good situation. Of course, torrential rains, flash floods hit China and many parts in the Asian and Scandinavian regions as well. So uh, a lot of things must be done at COP28 this year. So. Uh, now, according to the COP28 president-designate, um, Dr. Sultan uh, bin Ahmed Al-Jabr, uh, he did say that now more than ever, unity is 
a prerequisite for, for success. And globally, the world has experienced its hottest summer on record. Climate change continues to impact people every single day, particularly the climate vulnerable. And they are looking to us to take divisive uh, uh, action. And the signal we sent for the conclusion uh, of the first ever global stock take at COP28 will be very important, will be very crucial. And the global, just, you know, heads up, the global stock take is actually the pledge taken by world governments to limit temperature rises to 1.5 degrees Celsius on pre-industrial levels under the 2015 Paris Agreement during COP21 that happened. So the focus this year during COP28, it will be on fast tracking a just, orderly and equitable energy transition Fixing climate finance, putting nature, lives and livelihoods at the heart of climate action and, of course, mobilizing for the most inclusive COP ever. Yep, of course, uh, you know, climate finance is going to be a big area. It is one of the main four pillars of the COP28 in in, in the United Arab Emirates. And uh, uh, the global stock take is also going to be looking at how the countries, the G20 countries in particular, uh, about their collective goal of mobilizing $100 billion per year by 2020 to financially support developing countries, cut their emissions and adapt to the climate impacts as well. So that was discussed way back in 2009, COP15. Um, and that's that's what they refer to as the Paris Agreement. So when I was doing my uh, international relations course uh, in 2009, huge focus was on COP15. Every discussion was focusing on COP15. But when it comes to COP28, this is history in the making. Mm-hmm. This is going to go on the textbooks, on the history books of what the UAE had to offer and what the discussions here will be doing. So what in a to all the listeners out there they'll be thinking oh come on we just had the expo we we connected the world can break creating the future etc but what does cop have to do with us back to that point it's history in the making mm-hmm. and we it, have a part to play as well all of us do yeah. i think you know not only just media but general public in terms of understanding because we've all seen that climate change is real and we've all seen that you know th- this 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 is something that if we don't fix it now yeah. our generations to come will have to suffer. Now, one thing in particular is important is the G20 countries are once again in focus. That, okay, yes, they contribute to the world's GDP, but they also contribute about 80% to the emissions. Mm-hmm. They're responsible, and a big country in focus is China, has also been highlighted as 40 to 50% of the global emissions that they're responsible for. And... Um, can we keep that uh, 1.5 degrees Celsius goal and target? It won't be easy, to be honest. No, definitely. And uh, why I love that climate finance is one of the four pillars is mm. because it seems like unity is going to be uh, uh, making us achieve that goal that you just stated there, AK. And the way unity is going to be affordable for a lot of countries, a lot of developing countries who can't really fully implement these sustainable yeah. initiatives and climate-friendly initiatives is really helping out with climate finance because it's an expensive industry. Yeah, it you is. Know? You can't you you can't expect a lot of developing countries to um, adopt the same initiatives 
that developed countries are doing when it comes to sustainability. Exactly. I mean, if you can go down to us as an individual, for example. Now, someone would say, you know what? It could be more eco-friendly if you start walking a bit more. You'll be thinking, gosh, it's scorching hot out there. I'm not going to walk. So that's one of your uh, tactic gone. Second tactic could be, all right, let's get an electric car. Yeah. You'll be thinking, why should I spend 180,000 bare minimum mm -hmm. or 200,000 dirhams on a Tesla when I can get a nice high Hyundai that cost me 60 to 70,000 exactly. and I can be a petrol driven car. Yeah. Or you could be one of those petrol heads who'd be thinking I could buy a 150,000 dirham fuel guzzling mm -hmm. SUV or a, a V8 engine vehicle and flex when I why should I get an EV which doesn't even make a noise when it switches on. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's, 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 it's a debate. Now, that was just a, a general perception from a public's point of view. The other point of view is COP28's presidency. What difference can the UAE make? If the world doesn't want to do anything, then the UAE as a COP28 presidency can't change that. And that's what quite a few uh, analysts have been saying, that COP summits tend to feature vibrant protests as well. Uh, the UAE has said that the Expo City Dubai event will be a safe and inclusive space for the climate activists, bringing out point that it's going to be a very inclusive event. That's great. But if the countries are not going to have those strict targets, are not going to have that uh, ambitious goal, then what's, what's there to achieve? Mm -hmm. However, if you talk about the different projects that they will potentially visit and they'll see Expo City Dubai itself being a very sustainable project. We talked yesterday about the sustainable city in Sharjah yep. being also a very futuristic project. When people will realize these projects and showcase in a country like the UAE, I think that's going to be a little bit of a game changer. No, definitely. And it's like I started this conversation with, I think it's just incredibly proud mm. uh, 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 how the UAE is going to be uh, hosting such an event, but also having a global impact when it comes to sustainability, but also being climate friendly. Let us know how excited you are for the upcoming COP28, because yesterday signaled 100 days in until that incredible event kicking off on the 30th of November. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 7am.